lawyer talk off the record on the air. Oh, I thought we were changing the name to the biker, or the lawyer, the biker, the beard. An attorney, a biker, and the beard. I like it. The beard, the biker. Yeah, we better keep the lawyer talk. The lawyer talk. <laughs> you're, the, you're the attorney. Oh. Attorney, I biker, it. beard. See, I, I don't want to associate with attorneys anyway. Well, we got to figure it out at some point. But for now, we have a tale to tell. The Blinsky Chronicles continues. Can you, saga. Can you imagine, Jeff? I just want you, Jared. You just got to shut up for a second here, man, because oh, no. Jeff's got to give me his thoughts. Can you imagine if you heard something like this? Will enter guilty plea, and then your your head probably just sort of is like, huh, mm. and everything goes sort of blank guilty for a plea. second, and then you start hearing things like twenty one USC section eight forty one A one. 841B1B subsection 7 and 846. And then you hear like conspiracy manufacture. Yeah, me not like that. More than 100 plants. Yeah, that's a lot of plants. You had to hear that. Now, now you can talk again, Jared. You had to hear that. Well, good thing they. When, 100 when, is the cap, I guess. 100 is 100 the cap. No, it's more than 100. <laughs> oh, more than 100. Okay. More than 100. Under 100 would have been a different setting, correct? Yeah, I mean, there's... Well, there's uh, got to be, an, like, what's the max? Is it, like, under 500 I, more I than 100? I couldn't understand it all the time. I would read through the paperwork, and they had this many kilos. They had paperwork. this many that. Ugh. To where each plant would be calculated as this many kilos it could produce. Uh, so they had a bunch of different guidelines that didn't make much sense to me, and that's why I paid a man to read it. Yeah. So now here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get. We're gonna do some like elementary federal dope work 101. Just to because, we're make it fun. Though. And we had to do this. We have to do this with a lot of people that we represent because if you just read these books, if you just read, go online and Google federal sentencing guidelines for drugs. I mean, you're gonna get all sorts of things and. Well, you don't know where to start. Does does I do I qualify in this realm? Is it is this? And you have a stack of paper, it stacks stacks of paper that you get lost in reading. Yeah, it's impossible. And, and so you here's go from funny. one stack to another. And let stacks me, on stacks on stacks, and then you got the, the stack. new stack. And here's what's funny, and Jeff knows this because he's he does it. None of it matters. Yeah, really, like you think it does. And when people come into us talking about a federal drug case and where it is, rarely is it a contained problem when they enter our office. Hmm. And by that, I mean, I've probably said this before, is that we have to stop the counting. And if you can just picture in the back of your head, um, maybe like uh, a little um, a counter churning and churning. And churning one, two, three, oh, just, just keeps going tick, up and tick, up and tick, up and up tick, and up. Tick, and up. Tick, yep. And the guys and, and gals in charge of the counter all have little federal badges, mm. and they are quickly adding. Click. There click, you go. Click. 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 There click, you go. Click. And what that means is they are gathering evidence in a drug case and counting up how much dope there is. And we're not talking about counting plants they've actually confiscated. We're talking about even if you were working with Jimmy 
and Jimmy was downstairs in a house tended to 100 plants, if he came in and testified to that, you might as well just caught, got caught with the plants, right? Yeah. And in a case, let's just take it away from your case for a second, Jared. If you get a case like there's, you get caught, but you're, there's 10 others. And 10 others are already coming in and talking. Or there's maybe one snitch that has sort of unraveled the whole mess. And they just start going back in time and talking about all the dope, all the drugs, all the crime, everything that has happened. And they can prove it, meaning the federal agents can use that information, establish proof in some way, shape, or form, and, uh, and use it against you. It just keeps going up and up and up. So you could get caught with, say, a bag of weed in your house, but you could be responsible for infinitely more than that. And a lot of what we do is try to get try to stop the counting. Yeah. Because we, we wanna say, All right, uncle, stop counting. And people people don't understand that. They come into the office and you know, they, they say, Well, they only caught me with this you know, we're like, Well, it I, doesn't I didn't really understand matter. that. Yeah. I didn't understand. Well, yeah, I mean what was your you come in and you got so at your house, I mean you had Agent X coming into your house and you had some contraband there. Yes. What I didn't realize was that whenever I would come into your office, that there was a list of contraband that was not at my house. I was like, well, that's not mine. And you had to explain to me, well, it's yours now. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to the party. It's it's, it's yours now. And this is yours. And this is yours. And they could also take some of yours. Oh yeah, I mean this is. You know, I mean they're, they're going to pass it around. Trend. They're going to put it all into a big pile and say that uh, everybody gets a cut. It's like a little buffet. No, no, no. It's not even that everybody gets a cut. Everybody, everybody gets, gets all gets of it. it. Everybody gets all of it. This is like uh, I love it, man. I'm going to talk a little history here. You know, I was a history major in college, and that's <laughs> probably like, he's, like, he's like this is great stuff. Yeah, man. it's going to drop some knowledge on us. You go to college, cracking egg of knowledge. I don't want to impugn real historians out there but often at least people that i knew would pick history because you didn't have to do any math mm-hmm. you really didn't have to do any daily no math you could fake the reading you know you could say you did it and, and maybe get away with it and then you had to you had to nut up every other three or four weeks and and write a paper <laughs> just so it turns out it so it turns out that i could write papers and i was pretty good at that and then i liked the story part of the history i mean i i, I Maybe maybe I found it for a reason. Yeah. But because I maybe was thinking, all right, it's history. What are you going to do? I'll, I'll study legal history. That's sort of what I, I landed on. And it turns out that our system of justice has this concept of ownership and possession. All right? It's de- and not everybody can appreciate this around the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can own something but then not possess it. And we can possess something and then not own it. Mm-hmm. And this is why, and to bring it back home here, is we have people come in here all the time and say, "Well, that, I'm going to say it's mine," or "That was his weed," and my, this is the Peter Brady thing. Not mine. That, that was his weed in my jacket. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, it was his, but who was in possession of it? And that's the trick. And uh, we have to get that concept to our clients so they can appreciate what we're talking about. Knowing possession. You could bring in right now a pile of cocaine and put it on this table. All right. 
You that own nose it. candy, Jared. And you I'm know that stuff. And I'm talking to Jeff. I'm talking to Jeff. <laughs> Jeff can bring in. Somebody could bring in a pile of cocaine. Somebody knocks on the door, drops a kilo on our desk, a brick. And all of a sudden, we are all in possession of it. Whether we want to be or not, we're in possession of it because it's there. We know we it's know there. It. And we are able to exert control over it. I was an accomplice because I did not report the other houses that I knew about. There's uh, another sort of, is, yeah. Is that, is, now, here's what it works. Now, let's say this. Let's take it. Now, you're talking about conspiracy law, which is a, another confusing little morsel. But uh, uh, actually, let me finish this. So, everything's here. We don't own this brick of cocaine, but we're all in possession of it. And the guy who dropped it off and took off, well, he's the owner, but now we're in possession of it. That's a concept that's t- we people do with cars all the time. Hmm. Borrow your car. I'm in possession of your car, but I don't own it. And, and legally speaking, those those concepts are separate. Uh, and it's la- that way with dope, even though that's illegal. Legally speaking, it still applies. Mm. Now, what you're talking about is, let's say you and I agree to go grow wheat. And you're going to do it at your house. I'm going to do it at my house. And not only that, we go a step farther. We agree maybe to go to the store together. Uh, buy some stuff and you use some of it i use some of it and uh when you need a little help i come over and i sprinkle some magic dust on yours and you help me clip mine all right you still own yours i still own mine but now we're we got an agreement and that's a conspiracy Hmm. and it doesn't and think like contract it's like we agree to go commit a crime that's conspiracy but we don't have to actually expressly agree it could be a tacit agreement and i've had cases where somebody will slip um a normal paycheck to somebody one of their employees and on top put a little hundy every week all right there is an agreement tacitly every time if that goes on over enough time the employees and the employer have a tacit understanding here that they are committing tax fraud, even though they never discussed it. Let's go even more basic. So if I have friends and I'm engaged in growing marijuana, there's probably zero chance that I could not say that I'm involved in a conspiracy. It's a double negative, but you see what I'm saying? So if I have friends, Jared's hanging out with people all the time, and you're downstairs and like, hey, we're having weed parties or whatever we're freaking doing, right? How could I ever say that I... I'm not part of this conspiracy. When well, you're saying you were a guest, if you were a guest, even if, that, even so if you, I was a guest, you, you because from time anything, to time, you're like, oh, that's just, cool. You know what I mean? Just, like, check this clone over. out over here, but I'm smoking some of it. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm throwing you a couple dollars here and there. I'm bringing you a couple pizzas. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like at it, one point in time, everybody's a part of the conspiracy. It, it, yeah, at conspiracy point, to it, me, it, it all goes to how far do they want to go with it? They're not going to pick up every single person, right? Because that would be too many people. Now I'm the beard. I'll let the lawyer say it. But conspiracy to me is very easy to make. It's an easy thing to make. And a, a lot of cases there, they never there's, even there's apply a, conspiracy could be complied. As the biker, I've seen conspiracy get wrapped up in a number of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those those organizations right there, they they conspire to hang out together all the time. And the, the th- here's the danger of it. Now that we have a conspiracy, now that we have an agreement, the problem becomes I am responsible for what you're doing within that scope of that conspiracy and you're responsible for what I'm doing. And that's that it's everybody's, right? So it's not just me. It's not just you. It is everybody's. It's like a corporation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And, you're, and that's Blensky Incorporated. Yeah, Blensky right. Inc. There you go. That's where they go with that. Because in my belief, 
well, I had this and I had this and I had this. Why is all of this on here? Why is all of this on here? Why is my, my partner, Brad, from the barbecue, why am I getting charged with the, the 23 plants that were in his basement? Yeah, and he's not. And he's not. Right, doesn't make any sense. But that's conspiracy law, and it gets really confusing really quickly. And we try to get people's head around this. And this is the danger, Jeff. We only have, it's like in the background of all this, to to, to put the visual out there again, imagine the little counter going ching 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 So the longer we're debating about this stuff with our clients, the clock is still ticking. Mm-hmm. And here's what is happening when I mean when I say that. Other people in the conspiracy are coming in, providing information. And all the information they're providing keeps that counter going up. They're still counting. They're going back. They're digging up records. They're subpoenaing travel records for every trip to California mm. in the cocaine case. They're do- and they're, they're finding the money, and they're doing all these things. And they're, all that increases the number of, in this kind of situation, plants, plants. that, that uh, will count against you. I did not know the chicken man. Now, maybe I think I'd met him once, the chicken man. I still don't know his real name right now. He got sentenced on the same day as me. After me, he was in my conspiracy pile there. And you never and met him? I, 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 I never met him. Well, I, they, I, I, I had met him briefly once. Well, he, he, knew knew somebody, knew somebody. he knew somebody that knew somebody. Chicken Man, Chicken Man worked with another guy that I did work closely with. Why do you call him Chicken Man? That's his nickname, Chicken <laughs> Man. Uh, well, I mean, actually, he, he, he delivered chicken. He, uh, right. he was actually the chicken man. All right. Like raw chicken <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah, like fried? Chicken. Yeah, I mean Kentucky fried chicken. A, a company. Oh, there was okay. a, you know a company that he, that's what that was his job yeah. to deliver was, chicken. Was to deliver yeah. chicken. Here's some right. chicken. The chicken it's man. Kind of a stress for you, Jim. Here's some vegetation to go with your chicken. Yeah. And evidently, the chicken man had some chicken coops that I I did not even know that he had them. You know, by chicken coops, I'm saying he yeah. was he was growing. He was growing, but he was. I had never been to the property. I have never seen it. I, I but I did know somebody that was helping him out. Mm. I was closer with him, and he was one of the guys that were on the Blinsky, you know, incorporated picture list. I don't know if the chicken man's face was on there or not, but that got tied into me. What he get? and I would get questions out of it. Uh, no, no, we're not talking about anybody got here. Oh, okay. You, you see, you, you got every basketball player has to dribble a little bit before they shoot. That's just how it works. Well, you said he went to you. You got the analogy? Well, yeah, I did, I but I, I walked past him, and I was told that that is Chicken Man. <laughs> and this guy, I love it. <laughs> he has to dribble a little bit before he shoots. I like it. All right. So the Chicken Man, your point is, is like there's stuff going on in this case that you may not even know about. And they're just going cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Now, the trick that we have as attorneys is really – we have to do some very quick work to assess, I guess the term I'll use is, the defensibility of the case. And the problem is that our clients often don't appreciate that the counter's going. They don't appreciate that the chicken man's out there with his own whole stash of dope. And they don't appreciate any of it. But we do. And I, oh, see this, I see this coming, and it's going up and up it's and up and up. up and up and up. And I also know that unless I call over to Mr. U.S. Attorney wearing the Uncle Sam red, white, and blue hat and say, stop counting. Yeah. And they were adding. And they had questions that they wanted to add to it. Yeah. And that's like with the chicken man. The gentleman that knew the chicken man, he, he had a, 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 a livery business. 
he had a, he had an account set up to where he was able to to drive people from the from I think it was Huntington's from the bank back and forth from the airport oh, for okay. meetings. And then he had it out to where he's doing weddings. He was doing some proms. He was doing other things. Is he got like a limo or something? Well, he had he had he had a couple two sedans, and he was going to go buy a limo. Okay. And he stopped by the barbecue, and he was like, "Hey guys, I just found this limo on eBay. He's gonna." We're looking at it and everything. And I was like, "You know what? <laughs> I would never think let's, to buy a limo let's, on eBay." I was like, "He's like, you want to go get it with us?" And we were there, and there was there was there was three other people, so there was four of us in total, and we decided we're going to go to New York. We're going to mm-hmm. go to New York. We're going to buy this plane ticket. We're going to, well, we're going to buy a plane ticket there. pick it up. We got to pick it up in New York, okay. and, then, and then I'm driving back in Lima. Road trip back. This is it. This is going to be yeah. great. Yeah. So we decide we're going to go to New York. We're going to do it right. We go get custom suits made. We're there three nights. All right. This is like backup. It's like swingers. Just, to, just, to, just so we can keep this suit in perspective. Up. Let me, let me just sort of put this from the. What, what am I here? The, 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 I'm trying to guide this in some in some direction. Uh, you're the director. Uh, call me a director if that's what you will. Director and producer. The I was going to talk a little yeah. bit about some federal law. I was going to talk a little bit about some how you count the dope in a dope case. We were going to go into possession, ownership, and all this stuff, and maybe even talk about plea agreements. But I want to talk about the chicken man in New York instead. <laughs> and that's where we are. And you well, there's there, there's a reason that, that I'll come back to it is because the this was going to they were trying to add to the counter with the trip to New York the New York Chicken Man, but you tried to do you you're trying to gloss over one of the most important things I've heard yet, custom suits, custom suits. Where does one get a custom suit? Well, we got these done at Tigners, 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 yeah, Tigners. Uh, I've never heard of that. You've never heard of Tigners? No, I know you. What's the one that you've used before? I've used uh, it, so it's out of business now. I, t- I saw a sign for him the other day, and uh, right in ben- Bexley and Whitehall. What, what were they called? Mine were Atar. Um, no, 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 no. Some dude's, uh, guy, some dude's name. I forget the ones I had, but they're uh, they're great suits. Now, now you had this whole like, no. I mean, they're not full on custom suits, they're, but they're getting adjusted. So they're, they're off getting the rack. They're, and they're, they're, they're off tailored. the rack, but they're right, tailored. So we're not, this isn't like we're not going to get full cuts. This isn't like touch your but, touch your sack and measure from. Well, you know, no, I mean everything we we, that we, we got measured out. We got All dressed right. up. It's like a, we're still, let's go to New York. Let's go. Let's go do this right. Let's Did you get go, an interior? Let's go buy. I, I had. I had three outfits. I had a nice. I had the jackets. I had, I had. Did they let you pick the lining? Yes. What did you pick for the lining? Well, I picked the ones that are pre-cut there. Oh, okay. Come on. All right. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know if you got like was, dollar bills. It was or still it weed was, man. It was, it's or, still nice, but I, I yeah. can't go that it was that nice. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's nice. What, what, I still own some. Did you get like? A, I just picture. What do you picture it as? What do you picture when you hear Jared got a custom suit? What do you picture? I, I picture just a, a, a good quality. What color? Dark? White well, is what I picture. I had, no, I didn't have a white suit. Oh, I, did, I, I didn't have a white <laughs> ruffled, big collared shirt that went underneath there. Oh, a ruffled? Nice, yeah. We, oh, so it, that's it, like it, a. It's nice, it's nice work done. Oh, to that's it. awesome. The flip out collars that go over on the outside. Right. So it's traditional. Flip collars that, that have that. No, not traditional. But you had to add a little. No, uh, your you know, suit You had to add a little. I had to add a little flair. We're, we're so going, going three New nights. York. You got a custom suit. How we're many staying at the Waldorf Astoria. So now I'm thinking There's Austin Powers. That's it. We're, we're Brooklyn. I don't know. It's it's it's. 
I can't get into too much on the fashion. I don't know. I, 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 I let those guys pick it out. I go in the store. I stand there. You know, I put my arms out, and they're like this. this is what they you get need. a table, and they're like, well, this jacket here and this pants here. and then. But that's how I did it. I got the belts. I got the shoes. I got the whole nine. Let's put them together. We're going to fly. Let's, 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 let's go to New York. We're going to land our planes. We're going to check into the Waldorf Astoria. The Waldorf Astoria. Had, had, to, had to get there. We got the presidential suite, so it's got two rooms and a bar. And you walk in, and it's got a fully stocked bar. It's not like the mini bottle bar. Yeah, I mean, it's got, yeah, you a, got it's, bottles. It's got bottles. What'd that cost it's a got night? A you bar remember? in there. I do remember whenever we got raided that one of the gentlemen said to a, a guy that was there at another house. He didn't say it to me, but the quote was, "Per night at the Waldorf, that's what I pay for my mortgage." Oh. Well, he doesn't get to split up his mortgage with no, that guys either, he right? Doesn't. So, no, so yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly per right. night. And so, I, I mean, you could go to the Outer Banks and rent a nice house, and that's more than my mortgage, but I'm splitting it with 10 guys. Perfectly so, lawful. So, so we're there. probably living in Upper New Albany or something. And, and we're with the guy that's going to get the, he's getting, he's getting the Cadillac. We're getting, we're getting the new limo. We're getting yeah, the stretch limo. limo. Right. But before we go there, his, his last name ends in a vowel. You know, so he's got some friends and he's got some family. We go to Little Italy. We got to go to Little Italy. We're walking around. He introduces us to some people. Now, meanwhile, back at the ranch, what we did not know is that the federal government was very interested in our trip to New York. So they got to pay for some agents that I'm sure did not stay in the Waldorf Astoria. But they, they came, didn't have but, the privilege of but, a but, 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 but they yeah. came along. But they came along for the red, trip. Red, red roof. So now here we are. Something we're in Italy. Holiday Inn. We're drinking. We're at different bars. We're talking to some people, and they're following us around. And I guess evidently we were with some savory characters in Little Italy. I didn't know that. I just meeting people. You know, we're just eating. Paisan. We, we, we go to we go to Lombardi's. We have the best pizza mm, ever. Mm. And that's it. To the one guy, that's when he, I feel bad. That's when he fell off the wagon. He hadn't had a drink in I don't know like four years. Uh. And we're sitting at Lombardi's there, and we order some Chianti, and we're drinking the wine. And he's like this. I remember he said, "Give me a glass." I haven't seen the guy had a drink oh. in over four years. And is this like publicized sobriety? It's like he's like he's telling everybody he's sober. Well, no, I mean he, everybody knows this guy. Everybody knows that he hasn't been drinking for a number of years. He's not out saying oh, I'm sober and oh, I've never been drink again or anything like that. He just decided that he he drove a limo, so he that was his job as well. So he didn't drink while he was yeah. on work. Yeah. So he just and that was always great for us. Because once again, he drove us around. The whole crew of growers get to go around throughout and and just live out of the limo. Now imagine what this looks like from the outside. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you got a bunch of jackass kids running around in a limousine with a driver who just happens to be like friends with somebody and he's a sober limo owner. He's a, he that's his hat? job. He get him a hat? Oh, he had hats. Yeah. He had style. His last name is in a vowel. He's got it's some so, style. So wait a minute. When you pull oh, into the pizza oh, place. Oh, listen. Now his, his suit looked better than mine. The wingtip shoes he had were nicer than mine. You know? Come on. <laughs> yeah. you so know, you, when I, you're I at the, no taste there. When you're at the pizza place, you already have the limo? No, we have not picked it up yet. Okay. We're, we're, gonna, we're going to pick it up. But we decided, let's spend a few days in New York City. Why not? Let's go out. Let's spend too much money. Let's have too much fun. And we went out, and we had a great time. I remember at one point we're going back, we're going back to the hotel, in a cab, 
I remember one guy kept sticking his foot in the cab's face. I don't know what he's doing. He's, we've been walking around. He's got his shoe off. He's sticking his, his sock right in his cabbie's face. He's mad as all can get out with us. So next thing you know, he drops us off at the back entrance because we told him we're at the Waldorf. We, 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 I didn't know where we were going. We walk in the back door. We come in the, the staff entrance. We're walking through these hallways and stuff. I have no idea where we're at. Next thing you know, we walk through these side doors, and we're on a big veranda that's two staircases go down, wrap around. And we're there. We all look good. We've got our suits on. Suits we're on. set up. We're ready to roll. Start walking down. I see that there's camera crews there, and a big one of those big square boxes with the light in it. And they're, they're filming in there. Well, we came in the back door and walk up to the bar and order the drink. And somebody comes up to me, and they're like, excuse me, who, who are you? I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I said, I'm the guy right here getting a few drinks. I think we're, and he stood there for a minute, and then they turned and left, and we hung out in this, and then we finally got asked to, to leave. I don't know if they thought we were extras. I don't know what they were filming, what they were shooting in there. So you walk into a movie set? It was a movie set. Order drinks. Order drinks. And like you own it. Yeah, like we own it. We, it was it was it was on. What, Somewhere there's footage of this. Somewhere there's footage of that. They they had the the, the booms and I, and we realized where we were at. And I just walked down the staircase. You know, it's it's like, hey, what we look good. I mean we've got nice suits on. Why can't right? this be for us? <laughs> you know, and why would you ask questions if you're allowed to be there? Just do it. Just show up, order the drinks. Let's get. We got drinks. Act like and, you've been there before. But the, exactly, like, like we were supposed to be there. Like you know, I'm just waiting. You know, where's the makeup lady? We got. I got. I need a little powder. Right. Yeah. Let's get this straight. I can't yeah. be all glaring on the camera. So they asked us to leave. Now the reason I brought up part of the New York trip here was because of the questions they had. What we did not know, we're buying a limousine off of eBay. What are the odds that the Russians we're buying this from? under federal investigation <laughs> well wh- whatever the odds are we hit the lottery so and you didn't know they're russians we, at the time we, well I, mr mr i might have you know okay. i mean one of i mean it, it, it's, it's you're just it's, it's like ebay you, it's it's communicated eBay. with somebody but you know right. it's they were talking to somebody they, they had a livery company so they had they were just selling one of their limos they, they, we went, so then at one point we get picked off on a Russian there. We asked him to stop. He's like, no, you could get in car. I take your town car down. <laughs> and he takes us there and we get out there and these Russians are all around and they're literally, it's a, like a junkyard with livery cars and some limousines and a lift and, 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 and a little shop and bottles of vodka. Vodka. We're sitting around, and we get this limousine, and he pays cash for the limo. We buy the limo. We're there. We drive up to a diner, and we have a, we, we eat. Then we're heading home. Now, while they're watching us, their guys are watching them. So then they realize, hey, they're bringing guns back to Columbus. These mm. kids, who maybe are just growing plants, just became international... So now they're like, we knew this was bigger. Gun runners. We knew that there was guns involved in here. They're so, buying guns. What a perfect idea. Load the, just, load the limo yeah. up full of guns. Yeah. These guys fly up. They drive back with it. Yeah. Perfect scenario. Yeah. So 
at one point, I'm getting asked questions about the Russians. It, like fast forward, right? Yeah, fast forward. That, right. Back to why I H&S. started telling why I started telling right. this story here, because this was some of the additions that they wanted to put on or know about. They wanted to know where the guns are that we were bringing back from New York. There's no guns being brought back from New York. <laughs> it's this attitude that you guys had, like, you know what? Screw it. Here's the red carpet. We're walking it. It yeah. must be for us. Yeah. Or at least we're going to act like. I have a close friend who I say. I asked him in Vegas, "Are you a high roller?" He goes, "No, I just act like one." You know, it's like that's. He just he just goes and it's like and double down, that. double down. You got to double down. Double it. And swingers. So you, uh, everybody thought, and to, look to some extent, you had you guys were really good at what you were doing. But it was really a fairly it contained was, situation. It was a contained situation. But they thought it was something huge. We liked to put on the show. Right. I mean, come on. You catch a fish. You know, is it three inches or is it 13 right. inches? Right. By the end of the night, two people had to pull it into the boat. Right. That's how big that fish was. It was right. towing us along. Yeah. And so you play that game. You go out there and you become a little bit bigger than you are because you do look pretty big. That's a pretty nice suit. That's a nice watch he's got on there. <laughs> you got a limo. They got, got a limo. A freaking limo you know, with the driver. They seem to do whatever they want to do, and people seem to let them get away with it. So Yeah. This is the hardest thing about these cases, though, Steve, is when the federal government or any agency has their head around or dead set on a fact that you are now trying to tell them, hey, good job good police work but you got it wrong you got it wrong it's like that is the hardest thing to do because they they, they think you're probably trying to avoid that you know you they think your lawyers probably told them to don't talk about guns don't you know the gun right. when you mix guns in this crap it's going to be worse so you're trying to kind of you know get out of it and you're like dude we just we just bought in a limo because i had the cash to do it and we're having fun right you we just thought I mean? it'd be cool to have a limo yeah. well when it was brought to our attention and they were showing me photos of people that i have no idea about and they were getting very upset with me yeah that that's those they points were like dude i'm very sorry. upset they were like you need to tell you know us who this we is. know what this is they've been followed you're being followed we've got it tied in together did you recognize anybody from when you did the the buy of the limo no so yeah, there had to this, be some uh, of those people in there Maybe. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. No, I don't. I didn't see anything. I got into a limo from the Waldorf, sat in the back. We're popping bottles of champagne. We're heading back to Ohio. I'm not going to drive. I'm not looking where I'm going, looking at people. I'm looking at the skylines. I'm yeah. looking at where we're driving. I, you know what I mean? We're, I, I didn't buy the, buy the limo. I just said, which one's ours? Which one's right. ours, man? I'm going oh, yeah, to get in it. Cool. All right, I'll I've, see I've, got, I've got my nice sport jacket on. Was it a nice limo? The, yeah, it yeah, was it, it was it was a different one than 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 I than I drove for you. But I had it for a while. I ended up after the bus there. He lost his contracts. He had set up contracts with Huntington, to where once he got in trouble, lost his contact. Uh, see, he lost that job. He ended up selling off the cars. I bought one of them for a delivery vehicle for the for the barbecue. For the barbecue. Like some one time we showed up at a wedding. Everybody runs out. The, the wedding party's there. <laughs> And it was the caterers, <laughs> and they were very confused. They were like, "You guys are in a limo," and it's like, "Well, it's the food. It just—it's too good to be driven around in a van." <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Well, that's a perfect way to talk about this because they thought you're tied in with Russian gun runners, international criminals. Kids and got alligator blood. 
and you're just you're just growing weed here in Central Ohio with a bunch of kids, and you guys were all just having fun. At one point, Shorty asked me too. She said, "Jared, why did you have so many guns?" Because I had guns, so I would sh- be shooting the guns. I'm going out. I mean, we can talk about swappers in Johnstown. You know, it's whatever it is, over 60 years they've been having the swappers meet. And I can run up there. I bought a number. I bought. A, I just run up there and buy a gun like it was fun. I'm riding around Johnstown with an AK-47 on my chopper strapped on, on, on my back. Oh, my gosh. So they get to see that. They're fa- I, know, I, I don't know if they're falling at this time. More than likely they are. Then I you, you just around, have it open. Like I ran a, around with a bunch of motorcycle enthusiasts, and that was probably another pride where they were at. That I was never a member of an MC, a motorcycle club. Mm. I did hang around a number of different ones, and we all have a same interest of of riding and and motorcycles and building custom bikes. Yeah. They have other interests as well into guns and whatever they may do with their guns. So they thought that for sure they would be able to tie it up. Well, here's what's interesting about that, because that that does circle it back to what we're talking about, which is we not only have to say stop the counting, we have to deal with the syndrome that Jeff is talking about, which is, all right, guys, you you got them, but it ain't what you think it is. It's not as big. It's not this way. It's a little bit sideways from that. It's something else. And... What you're what you're really trying to tell them is something that's going to hit home, and, and they don't want to hear it. Which is, all right, great investigation, but it, it's not. As, you, didn't, you didn't you didn't get as much as you think you got. Like clear a few things. Uh, it's uh, not one of the houses we were renting had that airplane hanger in an airstrip, and we would mow it and keep it upright. And it is listed as an emergency landing if you get your pilot's license in an area. That airstrip that sits there is, is listed as an emergency landing. I had a friend that was a motorcycle enthusiast then he got into planes and he got into experimental planes and he bought this plane that's run by a vw engine volkswagen and it's it's called the grasshopper so he's flying around he'll take pictures of your house he's just having a good time he, he's, he's, he doesn't a, have he, a no, license he, he, Hold on. you've got a play you got a buddy with a plane in the middle of all this and with a house with a hangar and a landing strip and it's called a grasshopper yes and he decides to stop by for a visit. But he's not getting any clearance to go flying around up there, right? He's yeah. just taking off. Oh, he is. No, this isn't in New York. What no, I, I know. There's the, the bill on the case. Yeah, he can fly. There's can you? He's got a license. Well, he's got a license. He's got you got to you got to call. I mean, I don't know how it works, but I, I presume you got to call and tell the the FAA where you're going and register. Yeah. And My father will be able to answer this for me. But I'm not yeah. sure. No, you can just land. You you don't. I mean, you just go somewhere. You can just go fly these yeah, small project planes. That's like you, if you have a, a an ultra glide, you don't have to yeah. register to fly that around, and you could come land that on my strip. But so he's flying around, knows a place to land. He used to come there, and we had a big pond, and it was full of bass. And he would land his plane to go fishing. <laughs> well, it just so happens that these are the days they pick to watch us. So, okay, we got a plane coming in here. All right, document this. Write this down here. G4. Yeah. Delta 7. Grass All right, we've got right, to so go in contracting there. with Russians, and now you, you know, have a, so, a big So we've got the running. planes. We've got the Russians. We've got... Bikers. Bikers. We've got all kinds of things that are nothing. And it looks so bad. But it looks yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. If you just start reading through their reports... 
you know. Well, let's just let's just take a little list here. So you've got multiple grow houses, Russians, gun runners, bikers, major dr- crime operation or syndicate, <laughs> yeah. or is it just these dudes who are growing pot who stumbled in like Mr. Magoo and all this through stuff. eBay yeah. and. Uh, and I'm trying to fend off both sides of this. And obviously, it, it all ended up coming out, or at least we think it did, uh, that, look, there was a lot of fun going on. There was a lot of coincidence going on, but it, you guys really weren't this crime cartel. No, we were not a crime cartel. But the guns didn't help. The guns did not help. Guns and drugs don't mix. All right, so guys, what's the first thing we asked, Jeff? When somebody comes in the office, they got, there's, a, there's a drug raid. So maybe the first thing we ask is how much drugs or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And then it's always the same question. A huge question. Did they find any guns? Yes. And here's the problem with that. A lot of times, I think your case was like this too. The worry from law enforcement is guns are there to protect the drugs. Guns are there, and they're dangerous. Guns are there. This the more guns around, the more likely it is to be some shootout. Somebody dies. I mean, it's all a very legitimate concern. But then you get people who just like guns, and they're stuck in a safe, or they're stuck under the bed, and they're just there because they like to go shooting at the mm-hmm. local range. Or it was like a hand-me-down gun from dad. Or you had it well before. One of them was given to me from my father yeah, at the well age before. of I don't know if I was twelve. Mm-hmm. I was probably about twelve years old. I had Marlin lever action twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and. My father wasn't a hunter, but we liked to, and I wasn't a hunter, but I liked to target. I liked, I liked, I liked shooting things. I used to hunt rabbits when I was a kid, but I liked, I liked, I just enjoyed just going. I was a member of the range. I took classes on, on how to properly use firearms. Yeah. Well, you live in an area you can probably well, safely shoot, yes. too, right? I live in an area where that was, that was the fun part about it. My, my back porch. We sit out there, and I've got setups out from there, and we can shoot whatever we want. Down down the road, I've got a neighbor that when they moved in, they bought this house, and they built this huge tree house. And it's just a, a just a, a really neat tree house. I show up there during – they were having a yard sale during Swappers. And I show up there, and I find out that there's no kids there. They're actually from Korea. And Duncan had built this. It's a hollow tree. You go up there, and it's got hardwood floors. And then he's got a layout, and you go down. He's got 600 yards, 400 yards marked. That's his. That's where he shoots from. Oh, he's got a whole railing a up there. Lot. And my one, one Crow's when they first there. moved in, another neighbor of mine, he's a, a Franklin County Sheriff. He came over. I'm talking to him. He's like, who's got that 50 cal? I, was like, <laughs> I don't know. I Because you, pow. Oh, yeah. Pow. You just hear it. And I was like, man, it's coming from over there. So, well, and end up, it's coming from Duncan's. Mm. And he's got, he's got gun. That guy likes guns. Yeah, that guy has safes. That guy has guns. Yeah, I mean that's great. Except he doesn't have drugs in the house either. No. And when you get both, now we're not only trying to talk the feds off the ledge from this international Russian crime syndicate with airplanes. There's it ton of guns too yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. you didn't give me much to work with all right i mean yeah. the facts were bad you could have had done a samurai sword all we collection. were trying to do was dumb down a, a lot of what looked bigger he, yeah. he a plan did land a plane did land to go but to fish fishing. yeah to fish <laughs> can you imagine trying to sell that one? Oh man no, they were just going fishing don't give me yeah <laughs> like right. fishing that's right 
They got a hundred plants in the house. They're going I know fishing. a delivery. Like, can't, you of, can't even come up with a better answer than that. I know a delivery of bass fishing. Devil's dandruff when I see it. It's like you sit in a meeting. You sit in a meeting, and they're talking about planes landing on the property where there's a grow house, and you say they were going bass fishing. It's just like pens drop, and they just stare at you. Bass fishing. He flew in to go bass fishing. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. well, yeah. That's what it was. That's what we had to try to get over. I mean, the the fun you had, ironically, was the one of the biggest problems we ended up with. The fun was the biggest problem. Yeah, flamboyancy hmm. was right. was the biggest problem. Uh, it's, it's, was over it. was, was 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 flaunting yeah. was 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 showing off. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Catch me How ridiculous and rude we were with our marijuana consumption. We would just a friend of mine. What was the Anyhow, there's a bar right across the street over here yeah. a number Victories. of years ago. No, on the other side Hosters. there. You're talking about uh, Well, no, to the right of the hostels there. You could rent the upstairs. Oh, yeah, Lucky's or something. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah. Something Needless like to say, one, at one point in time, we rented it out and had a party there. as somebody that was involved. And I remember we were staying at the – we were staying at a hotel down here. But I remember walking past the courthouse. We went to M. Uh, oh, Mar- in the Marinova yeah, that's building there. Place. So we were going over to the Marinova, and we were walking down there next, just smoking big fat doobies right in front where in the future I would be going to court. Oh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Now, here's just the- without care. Walking by the downtown here. Well, the police the department's s- right, right by that. Yeah, no, that's what we walked yeah. by. <laughs> this is the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you can see your that, face. that doesn't make any sense. Picture your face. <laughs> it's uh. like, it, it always happens. It always starts. It always starts like you're going to be careful. You're going to be stealthy. You guys are going to be smooth, but then you don't get caught right away. It's sort of like the anxiety episode we did, right? You had everybody was telling you, "Dude, tone it down. What are you doing? What's going on?" Your conscience telling you. It's like, but you can't. It's like it's gotten too easy. Well, this is one of these times too. Like I'm not saying that weed was legal. I don't remember when in Colorado, California, all these places. But it's like you're probably just thinking. Well, I'm carrying a blunt. I mean, all right, cop, give me a ticket. It's a, you know, I'll pay the fine. It's three words we have heard a thousand times. It's just weed. Yeah. All right. I I hear that a lot. I was like, all right, it's it's just weed. Yeah. It's a lot of weed, and it happens to be against the law, and now you're in federal court. It's like, yeah, it was just weed. Just a federal case, right? No big deal. So with that backdrop, we started, we had to pick up the phone, ring-a-ling-a-ling, and say, stop counting. Hello, Mr. AUSA. Hello, Please. Mr. AUSA. We stop have, counting. We have encountered Agent X, and we would like to bring you to the table to discuss some things. And that, that was sort of the, that's sort of the backdrop we had when you guys, everybody was sort of like, all right, the gig is up, the fun is over, you know, happy times are now sad times, and reality sucks. Um so, with that, we have set up what I wanted to talk about on Lawyer Talk, Blinsky Chronicles, off the record, on the air. We're going to leave that for next time. The plea agreement. The plea. Please. So, oh, please. <laughs> please. Please. All right, Begin. so Begin. this is Lawyer Talk, continuing with the Blinsky Chronicles, off the record but on the air, until now.